Welcome to the Red Caps Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and ramble on about old school games. Today's episode is going to be about an OSR Session Zero. As you know, no mortal can outrun a red cap. So sit back, listen, and I hope you enjoy. Session Zero. Everyone talks about doing one and how important it is to do so so that you can avoid issues later on. The problem is, as a DM, you rarely ever see one from somebody else's perspective. Recently, I was watching GM Hobbs start up his new Old School Essentials campaign, and he actually recorded his Session Zero. It was very refreshing to see, and while I'll offer a slightly different take on what he does, I do highly recommend that everyone go check out his video, which I will link in the description of the podcast. So, what things do I think you need to cover in a Session Zero? First, you got to set the tone and style of game that you're going to be playing and make sure that there's buy-in for it. Ideally, you have already covered this in whatever advertisement material or whatever you use to bring these players to your table to begin with. But for example, I would say, all right, folks, the premise of this game is that on the far borders of the known world, a portal has opened up. This portal seems to lead to an entirely different world altogether. The realm has been trying to keep the creatures from coming through to our side, but we need a party to head through, explore, and bring back information. And that's where you're coming in. The dangers are completely unknown from the creatures over there. And while we haven't encountered any other intelligent civilizations, if there are any, I need you to make some friendly contact. And that's how I would maybe pitch that particular campaign. If there is an interesting piece of pop culture that you think would set the tone well, you should put that out there. In my case, I might say, hey, you guys should watch a couple episodes of Deep Space Nine or read John Carter, maybe play a little bit of Monster Hunter and the game Civilization, and that should give you an idea of what we're going for. Once that's put out there, now it's your turn to be quiet. Ask a couple of short questions like, what from that pitch most excites them? What gets their creative juices flowing? And what doesn't seem to do anything for them at all? Take a whole bunch of notes, and this way you can have material that you can signal boost or tone down depending on what your players would like. Make sure you give your players lots of room to talk, and if they are a person who is shy, give them an email address or another way of getting in touch with you if they don't feel like speaking up in front of a group. This is also a good time to get the group to name their worst and best recent gaming experience. And also, what I prefer to do is get them to tell you what their preferred film rating and any sort of content um, issues they may have during this phase. So, you can use the information of what their best and worst gaming experiences are to tailor this towards the best that they've had. Um, as well, you can get a good idea of what tone you should be setting um, from the film rating and, and you know, filtering of, of content. If you were to ask me uh, that question, I would say uh, that I'm good with up to like a hard R rating, um, but I don't want to see any really descriptive on-screen sexual content in the games I'm playing. Once you have a group that seems to be digging the concept and you know what they like and what they don't like, the next thing would be to cover the basic game system you're going to play. So you might do it like this. Folks, it sounds like we've got a concept we can all get behind, so let's talk about the basic rules we're going to be using. I propose we use old school essentials. It's a system very much like D&D that you may have seen on Stranger Things or heard about people playing in the 80s. It's very easy to learn and understand. It gets, allows you to 
focus more on the story and not worry so much about the mechanics of the game. In fact, at this point, I might hold up a character sheet for both Old School Essentials and 5th Edition, just to show the pure option differences. And I would then go into saying that, you know, I've got some slate house rules on what on how this game system works, but we'll go over those later on. But if you've played only newer versions of D&D, here's a couple of things to keep in mind when it comes to the Old School Essentials game. You're going to be able to create a character very quickly, 5 to 10 minutes max. You're not going to have to worry about creating a deep backstory because your character's backstory will be shaped by what you do in the game and not what you write down. You'll be coming in slightly better than the average person in the world. You're not going to be a superhero. So running away from fights is not only recommended, but probably expected. Your primary way of advancing, getting more powerful, getting XP, is going to be by bringing knowledge and things back to our world from the other side, not by killing everything in sight. Again, after this, open the floor to questions, check see if anybody is just flat out against the game system. In my experience, most players don't really care what game system they are, but it's good to know if there's somebody who's just totally against that particular game. Next, we'll switch gears to the more practical and maybe most difficult of all conversations, and that is scheduling. I'd recommend before you bring this up, really reflect with yourself and come up with two times and days that you know as a DM you'll be available, and then putting them forth to players like such. Hey guys, I'm available Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. and later, and Sundays at 5 p.m. and later. Does anybody have a hard no to either one of these times? And is there a time between those two that you feel most confident that you'll be able to make on a consistent manner? And also, should we play weekly, every other week, or monthly? Keep in mind that the further the sessions are apart, that a missed session can really kill momentum. At this point, let them discuss. If none of the time slots work out, then you either have to make a decision between finding different players or adjusting your own availability as a DM. Keep in mind that without you, there isn't a game. This is also something that you should have listed probably on your advertisement for the game ahead of time. So this isn't the first time the players are hearing these time options. But assuming you can come up with a time and a frequency, I'd then move on to topics like character death and missed sessions. And it might go something like this. All right, folks, we've decided we're going to play every other Wednesday. If you're not able to make a session, please get in touch with me at least a day ahead. This is going to be a party of four. So if we are missing a single player, we will play completely as normal. If we're missing two players, we're going to play again pretty much as normal, but I'm going to switch this over to what I call heroic rules. And if we're missing three players, we'll either do a solo adventure outside of the timeline of, of our main game, or we'll play something else, maybe checkers. But the point is, every Wednesday at 8 p.m., something's happening. If you miss a session, you don't get any XP for it. And we're just going to fade your character out. We're not going to worry about the narrative reasons of why the character's not there or why they return in the next session. They just won't be there. And then I would go into my spiel on character death, but I've already covered that in episode 11 of the Red Caps podcast, so you should go listen to that to hear that spiel. At this point, um, we would then briefly go over any major house rules. Ideally, you've got all these written down. You can hand them out as a handout, and you're just going to quickly brief over each of them and see if there's any questions or clarifications that are needed. Once all this is done, you can now create characters. And at this point, you grab some dice, start rolling, and get the basic characters created. I would also, during this time, give a quick chat to the players about the difference between a DM and a player. And for me, it would go something like this. 
guys, these characters we've created are awesome. I can't wait to see how you play them in the world. Just so you guys know, I roll out in the open. So whatever the dice says, it says. I'm cheering for you guys. I don't want to see the bad guys win. I want to see you guys win. The better you guys do, the more interesting the story is. So keep in mind that if something hits you, it's not me hitting you. It's the dice. And you'll see the dice come out. What I do in regards to rules and rulings is if I don't know something, I'm not going to pull out the rule book to find out because that just breaks up the pacing of the game. Instead, I will do with what feels right. And then when we take a break or after the session, we'll go back and look at the rules and see if I goofed it up. And if it's a really bad goof up, we can come up with ways of correcting that. At this point, there's been a whole lot of talking. And now I suggest that you have a small amount of playing. Everyone should have their character rolled up. So maybe you can do a small, and I mean very small, like single encounter type session. Maybe it's a prequel to the adventure or uh, just a quick encounter that they experience on their way to whatever area you're going to have session one take place in. If you think the characters are into it, or if you think the players are into it, maybe hand them some pre-gen characters and run them through a really deadly encounter just so they can see how that may play out uh, with their main characters later. There are a few other things that I would include in a session zero, and I'll try to find some time and, and write them up and put them on the blog. But I think this covers all the major items that I would recommend and should get you through a very successful session zero. Remember though, listen, take notes, and I also suggest sending an email recap after just so that everybody is on the same page. Well, folks, that wraps up this episode of the Red Caps podcast. I hope you enjoyed, learned something, and you're eager to come back for more. Please subscribe in your podcasting app of choice. And if there's an option to leave a review, it would warm my cold little heart if you did. I'd love to hear from you. So head on over to anchor.fm slash the redcaps and leave me a voicemail or jump onto Twitter and Facebook and say hi at the redcaps net. We also have a discord server and a website and you can find all the information on that in the description below. Remember, never let your caps dry out, stay safe, have fun, and we'll talk again soon.